Welcome to Diamond Dreams Miami Up and In, episode 19. We're almost at 20, Mike. Almost at 20, almost there. Can almost have a drink at 21. Good to go. <laughs> it's pretty soon. We, we definitely got to have liquor for 21. A must. <laughs> we must. But yeah, man, almost 20, 20 episodes. And, it's you crazy, know, huh? Thank you to everybody that's, that's listening, because if nobody would have listened, we would have stopped at like episode two, but... People listen. People like us. People listen. People write. People let <laughs> us know how we're doing and keep up with the feedback. You know, we want to, we got some, trying to line up some really, really good guests for everybody. Soon. Oh, yeah. So, absolutely. We'll work some people. And shout out as always, Sammy Love with our intro music. Get better. His leg is uh, on the mend. So, uh, get better, dude. Hope you feel better. And hey, we, we like it enough that we're almost at 20 with it, with the same music. Yeah. Like it enough because we Sorry. started the episode one, right? Or no? No, no. no. Came on like episode three, okay. maybe. Right. So we're seventeen in with them. It's been nice. It's nice. been nice. And as always, brought to you by Diamond Dreams Miami Academy. Spring baseball has started. Uh, good luck to all the teams out there. Good luck to all the Diamond Dreams teams. And uh, you know, teams have started, so there's no team slots left. But if you're looking to train a little bit and get ready for summer ball to go into fall ball, hit us up. We'll be ready for you. Absolutely. And everybody listening, yesterday I was, uh, um, which will go into, yeah, I'm a, I'm a real estate agent. If you want to buy or sell, call me. I was at an inspection and I was talking to the listing agent and and she tells me, I've seen you before. And I go, well, I don't think we've done a deal together. She's like, no, no, I've seen you before. She's like, Do you, are you involved with anything with baseball? And I go, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm my son plays and I, I I do a podcast and she goes, that's where it is. My son listens to it and her awesome. son's like eight years old, but he awesome. goes online and he like finds it and, and I'm like, oh, wow, cool. And she's like, yeah, I knew I knew you from somewhere. That's awesome. And I was like, well, what does your son play? And she told me, no, this plays terrible. We're not happy. And I'm like, bring him on to Diamond Dreams. I get, I texted her I'm like, this morning. I'm like, call Mike Quintana and <laughs> bring your son over. There you go. And he'll he'll be happy, so you'll you'll probably hear from her soon. But you know, we want to welcome Santos Perez. We we've been bringing on guests again. He's not the first one to appear twice, but he's the third one to appear twice. He sure After is. David Vela, David Vela has the distinction, and then David Espinosa. Santos, welcome back to Diamond Rouge Miami Up and In. Thank you, thank you again for having me, and uh, honored that I'm. Repeat guest, I guess. <laughs> he was here, what, episode six, seven? Something right like that. Around, yeah. So but I remember the episode on. ended and there was like so much more to talk about. Yeah, I think it was and in the Tatis. It was like the Bogart yeah, signing, we were, Padres, all that stuff. It I was think a, right. A free agency, yeah, yeah. Right before the whole shit show with Carlos Correa happened. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Was when Santos was on because we were talking about where's he going to sign? And then the next day he signs with a giant and we're like, all right, cool. And then, you know. Oh, hell breaks loose. Yeah, those uh, those physicals, I guess, did not uh, turn out. Uh, I, I guess those, they're looking at an injury from what, 2014? 2014. And now they're talking about. And he's been so great since. I, I don't. I guess they're looking at the long term. You know, they're, they're talking, they were talking, what, both of them were 10 year deals, Mets and Giants. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a big crazy for they're like those, those big deals. And then, Knowing about the physical, the Mets then like the next day give him like a yeah. I think like the, I think the Mets tried to like still. I think even after that physical failed, I think the Mets tried to. Um, I think the Mets tried to, re you know, 
they renegotiate that 13-year deal um, and try to drop it down, but that ended up not happening. And then, you know, the Twins come back in, and he's back in all in with the Twins now. You know what I mean? So, One of the funniest things I saw regarding Correa back to the Twins, there was a whole bunch of people that were Twins fans that as soon as Correa left the Twins yeah, and they, agreed, they, they no, they, they started buying his jersey for like 15, 20 bucks. Uh-huh. And, you know, like just to have it because they're like, oh, you know, we like the guy. And oh, they're like, okay. once he came back to the team, they're like, hey, we got out of the bargain and now people are having to pay like 100 bucks again for his jersey. Well, I think the Giants ones ended up for those couple of days when they had to get rid of him, they're being like two, oh, three yeah. dollars. Yeah. <laughs> just getting rid of him at that point. Now they're, you know? they're somewhere in. Uh, Oh, who knows? Some overseas country. somewhere. Oh, yeah. Well, somewhere in my house, somewhere in one of my, my shoe boxes, I have a Washington Padres baseball card. Washington wow. Padres. Take it way back. In the early 70s, they were about like months from moving to Washington. Wow. So wow. <laughs> I don't know where I have that card, but it's somewhere. You, you, better, you better find it. <laughs> it was a rookie <laughs> card. It was some player that was going to be part of the Washington Padres. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, Santos, you know, you cover you cover the Marlins for the AP. Uh, you've been covering them for, for quite a bit. And since we last had you, you know, it's been a trade that we, we talked about. But, man, for, for the kids out there that are listening, they love video games. They absolutely love video games. And the best baseball video game is the show. Right. Oh, yeah. And they were previewing for weeks and weeks who are we, who's going to be the, the cover guy. And it's Jazz Chisholm. Incredible. From the Miami Marlins, you know, um, you got to pick from a bunch of guys. I mean, there's there's a lot of stars to go around, and I'm not saying that Jazz Chisholm isn't isn't a star, but you know, he was injured most of the year. Mm-hmm. But he's charismatic, and he's on the cover. That's quite a it's quite a shock because Miami's not, they don't as far as a national brand, they're no. far from it, and. Uh, they're trying to appeal to the young demographics. He's a young guy, like you say, very charismatic, very energetic, and uh, pelo. yeah, I mean, <laughs> he, he comes, <laughs> and that's what they, uh, you know, they they want to appeal to that group of fan, you know fans out there. That uh, yeah, it was kind of surprising because he, yeah, he, he he's building himself a name, and it's true. I mean, he's. He, he was all-star bound. He was voted in, I think, right? He was voted in as a second baseman. and uh, But uh, hopefully he can live up to that billing uh, this season. Stays healthy, and you know, there's a whole lot of changes with this club this year. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that he's on the cover of MLB <laughs> The Show. It's shocking. I, it's I really think it's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, I think once again, once again, MLB or MLB The Show or say wh- whoever – Oh, you missed it. Like, how is Aaron Judge right. not on that cover? After 62. Like, how is he right, not? Right. Like, how is a, why, is he a Yankee? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many, so many things like this. And when I saw that, I thought it was a joke. I was like, this isn't really, like, the cover of the show, is it? Like, and it sure is. Like, no, it needs to be either, like, a Bryce Harper again or, yeah. but, or Trey Turner or, like, but it can't be Josh Chisholm. Like, it's got, it's, and this year it should have been. Aaron Judge, yeah. period. Like, period. It should have been Aaron Judge. And if it's not going to be Aaron Judge, it should have been the shortstop of the Houston Astros, the MVP of the World yeah. Series. Pena. It should have been him, e- Pena. Even but that's it, it. Like, it shouldn't have been Jazz Tizzo. He doesn't even have a position right now. Yeah. He doesn't even have a position right now. I think that's a big mistake. 
if you want to put a Marlin in there, Sandy Alcantara was the best pitcher in oh baseball. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. In baseball. Do they and normally have a, a pitcher on the cover, though? Unless no, it's Otani, unless it's Otani. Yeah, but they but they could. I mean, yeah, like I was like Otani not on the cover. Or, yeah, I mean, he was it, last man. year, like, but but Chisholm, uh, man, like like Santos said, I think they're appealing to the to the young crowd and all that. But I mean, he, so he's on the cover, and a lot of kids that may not know the Marlins, may not know Jazz Chisholm, are gonna play that video game and see him on the cover. How does that bode for for the team? Because that. You know that that's a they're, that's they're, a good you yeah, know they're going to be in four national telecasts this season. Four. Four. Wow. Yeah, which is four more than they've been. I think. I mean, I can't recall yeah. them being in any national. I'm I'm not talking about the Sunday night game. I'm talking right. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah, like uh, on Fox, the, the FS ones, right. right? Right. The Fox, TBS, but uh, I can't remember the last time they were unless it's the the Sunday morning game. I think there were in a couple of those. The uh, the Apple product. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Sunday morning, what is it, like 11 o'clock start, noon start? Yeah, on Apple TV. Not, not prime time. <laughs> Definitely not prime time. No, no, they're not ready for prime time. <laughs> but, but you know, I think this uh, this helps the team in, in the sense of, you know, bringing some, some younger fans over to, to watch Jazz Chisholm because they saw him in a video game. It, that's probably the, the correlation there. They're trying to make sure that, this is such a popular uh, adventure, the, the video that these kids. Are, and interestingly, the Marlins Saturday games are all going to start at four o'clock, so they're doing away from any Saturday night games. Four, well, Saturday six, right? They're all starting at four o'clock. I don't know. They're going to have some post-game events that they usually do, and they want to just start the games earlier. So for the Marlins, going to be the opening act to a lot of these concerts that they have. On Saturday, so, <laughs> so again, we got a concert. Come watch uh, come the watch baseball the team. Yeah, right. yeah, they've done that. They've done that in the past. They've had Pitbull. musical shows, uh, musical acts after following the game. And since the last time we we spoke, Santos, the team makes a a big trade. I mean, they trade Pablo Lopez, not not to the team that I I thought he was going to go to. Uh, they get Luis Arraez, who was the the batting champion. I thought maybe Gleyber Torres, maybe somebody else, but they get a rise. You know what? What does that do for the team? I mean, the guy's a good hitter, and the team needs hitters. I mean, like we, like we spoke last time. You know, I, I've gone to Marlin games and I've had to explain to the person next to me why everybody there's hitting like two hundred, <laughs> or even a buck something. He's gonna help, but uh, the marriage didn't start off that uh, that promising when they had to go to arbitration to settle their, their a dispute. I mean, right away you just you just joined a new club and the, they they didn't agree with what you wanted, so they ended up. I think he won the turn. I think he won the case today. Yeah, uh, he's oh, going to help. You know, defensively, he's not. Uh, you know, they they don't. He doesn't have a position, so they, I think they're going to use him at second base. And uh, Segura, who they acquired from the Phillies, well, signed as a free agent, will play third. It's a whole new infield with Rojas getting traded. Um, now Pablo Lopez, who's still under, is still under team control for two more seasons, if I'm not mistaken. He established himself as a solid number two last year. They're counting on Johnny Cueto to again, who's 37 years old. You take away Johnny Cueto's accomplishments last year; he had a very good season, but he was starting to pitch his age before last season with injuries and you know, limited appearances, and uh, they're hoping that. 
I think they signed him to a two-year deal. They're hoping that he replicates what he did last season. But prior to last season, Johnny Cueto was not the Johnny Cueto we used to see in San Francisco earlier in his contract and before that in Kansas City. And who's going to play short? Who's going to play shortstop? Joey Wendell's the projected Joey starter Wendell's short. Okay. Yeah, but they also have John John Birdie who plays various positions and uh, a couple of the other players that they brought in uh, traded for Rojas. They're looking at him as a possible, but I, yeah, uh, the starter right now they're, they're looking at uh, Wendell. And at first, Gary Cooper. Cooper, yeah. <clears throat> but do you, do you think they're gonna make some sort of move? Because I mean, la- last time we were talking with uh, we we're talking to Luis Rivera on on the show, and you know he really couldn't he can't say much, but uh, but we were talking. You know, Mike was like, they got to do something at shortstop because they can't. Something's got to give. I mean, Jose Iglesias is still out there, which is crazy because he's a very good player. Jose Iglesias, I know he had he did well in Colorado. Everybody hits well in Colorado, but <laughs> he's still a good glove, very good glove. So I don't know why people don't. I mean, a team like Boston, which needs a shortstop, didn't sign him. Uh, Elvis Andrews is the other shortstop that's still out there, but he signed him. Um, you can get those guys on a one-year or two-year, yeah. you know, yeah, and there's been a lot of guys. A lot of guys this yeah. offseason have signed little nice little nice little players, getting their one-year, two-year deals. You know, what I don't understand is that, okay, you go out and you get a second baseman, your second baseman in the center field, and you go out and get a average third baseman, very average. But you did nothing at short. No. <laughs> You did nothing at first. Like, those are two positions where you could do something. Like, there's a couple little nice little free agent shortstops out there. You can sign one of those two guys. Get Iglesias, man. He's probably the best glove in, in the league. Yeah. You're going to draw some Venezuelan uh, Cuban? fans, Cuban, Cuban fans. Cuban fans. Yeah. Um, and then at first base, you know, there was a couple little horses out there that signed two-year deals. Like, Bell signed a two-year deal. Yeah. Like, so, you know, again, like, I like to move with the trade and, and getting, you know, Luis Arroyo, and then I like Segura at third. That's fine. But just, again, like, to me, it's like another missed mark. Like, dude, just get yourself a little shortstop yeah. somewhere. Get yourself a nice little power bat. And now, and you know what? Like I say, go sign Bauer. <laughs> <laughs> go sign Bauer and put him right behind Acantara. Take the hits from the media. Take the hits from everybody. Take it, take it, take you're it, take good. it. You're, you're Alcantara, yeah. Bauer, and you're good to go. Yeah, but the Bauer cases, nobody's touching that. <laughs> I understand. He's probably going to have to go. But the guy's a hell of a pitcher. He's a tremendous pitcher, but he's you probably going to have to go to Japan or Korea. And maybe. Play with Jaciel Puig. Yeah. yeah, do some cleansing there. Yeah. And uh, and then hope maybe the hope. If it was the NFL, he'd be playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You but, know? <laughs> But are there are there any are there any guys in the minors that could come up and play short? I mean, I know they traded for this kid from the Dodgers, but the kid that they traded to Minnesota on that trade is uh oh uh, Salas Salas yeah he was he was looked at as a top prospect for them, but no no there's no no one. Uh, <laughs> and at first we were thinking maybe Tristan Casas, but it doesn't look no, like the Red Sox no, want to no, want to no, trade him. No, he's he's they're planning on going with him yeah. for the season. So they're gonna what? How Hosmer there? Hosmer's there right right now. No, Hosmer, when he's ready. Hosmer was or Hosmer. Hosmer. Oh, he's with the Cubs now. He's yeah, with the Cubs now. The Cubs. He was DFA. The Cubs, Cubs yeah. signed him. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Not not a good glove at first base. <laughs> so the Cubs signed Hosmer and um, Bellinger. Bellinger. Bellinger and Swanson. Okay. 
Swanson. Oh, yeah, Swan okay. Swanson. That's a big move for the Cubs. Man, if Bellinger those has three, a big year. Those are three World Series champions if right there. Bellinger has a big year, man, if he comes back. Because yeah, he's a, such a exactly. great player, man. Yeah. He's so you look, good. You look, you look at a team like the Cubs with those three that they have, they've signed. Those guys have world champion pedigrees. All three have won world titles. Hosmer with the Royals, Bellinger with the Dodgers, and, and Swanson with the Braves. So... They that's know what, what's up. What, what do the Marlins need here? They need yeah. some, some, someone with that pedigree, that that uh, that experience. I mean, I mean, I think they probably tried to get a bunch of these guys, and they just told them like, "No, we don't want any part of this." Yeah. At least I'm guessing with these one, two-year deals. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, I thought Lopez was ascending. I mean, yeah, I know he had injury issues before last season. He finally hit that 108. I mean. Benchmark, that's the new benchmark, right? 180 innings. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, and Sandy, uh, I think he, he 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 beat everybody by like almost 30 innings last year, wasn't it? Wow. And uh, and I, that might change this year. I don't think the the new. You don't think Schumacher? I don't know. I think they're gonna. But he's 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 stubborn. He wants to finish, and that's what I like about him. He wants to finish games. It'll be interesting how Schumacher, first first time manager, uh, handles that. One of the things for me that works against the Marlins big time when trying to sign these little free agents for one two two year deals is that to get these guys to come play here. And we mentioned it on another on our previous podcast. You have to overpay these guys. So like, if you wanted to get Bellinger to come play here in Miami, he got what seventeen and a half with the Cubs. You're gonna have to give him twenty two here. That's you know what I mean? Bell got thirty three for two. You have to give him forty. Just to say, okay, let me go over there in Miami because just, you know, yeah, we got two world titles, but it's it's kind of happened, yeah. <laughs> you know, lightning in a bottle yeah. kind of, you know. They didn't even win divisions those two World Series. No, we were wild cards. Wild cards. Yeah. Yeah. Remember in 97, Bob Costas was all, like, pissed off that right. <laughs> the Marlins were even in the World Series. <laughs> right, because it was just a four-year team. And then Arizona did it. Right. Yeah. Three, three years yeah. out. Santos, so... One of the things I'm passionate about every single year is the Hall of Fame voting. You're, you know, you, you've, you've covered baseball for a bit. You sit next to a lot of guys that, that have, have had, um, you know, some, some ballots that are a little questionable. I, I, I still don't understand. I mean, I, I watch baseball. All, all, you know, the three of us watch a, a lot of baseball. We know who's, who's good, who's not good. A lot of great players out there. And, and I look at the ballot. And I'm like, okay, this is pretty easy to choose who, who who should be in the Hall of Fame. And then the guys that I think are easy don't get into the Hall of Fame. And, you know, Scott Rowland was a hell of a player. Right. Great player. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. If you're going to say he's a Hall of Famer, Don Mattingly's a Hall of Famer, Dale Murphy's a Hall of Famer, a lot of other guys are Hall of Famers. What is going on, like, with these baseball writers that get these ballots – and and I know a lot of these guys have the um, that stigma with the steroids, you know, A Rod. I know he's not well liked. Sheffield, uh, Manny Ramirez, but why not vote them in? You you can't pick and choose. Big Poppy goes in, but then these guys right. don't. Big Poppy why? Because Big Poppy plays the hey, <laughs> um, Big Poppy. Yeah, I love everybody. Oh, oh yeah, forgive him, bro. You could do steroids like crazy, and who gives a crap? But no, A Rod. Oh no, because A Rod. Oh no, there's uh, many. Well, uh, well a, a, a Rod was suspended, and that's yeah. that's you know that's 
probably one of. But they brought him back, and then he won a World Series, and and you know, and and he's still he's still around. He he works for MLB Network for God's sakes, you know. Yeah. Well, that's part. I think that's his part. Also saying, hey, a little bit getting my my name out there, right. getting my name yeah. cleansed yeah. a little bit. Yeah, because for the, two years it was yeah. it was bad yeah. for a couple of years, and he was suing. He drew he drew what about thirty percent of the vote this time around thirty. My, my thing is, when's it going to stop? And is there a cap to this hall? Is there an end to this hallway? Because it's getting a little oversaturated. And if we keep up with this trend, like, yeah. dude, like, like the, the standards. Oh, they've been lessened quite a raised, bit, man. They've yeah. been lessened you know? quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. you know, like the standards got to get higher. Roland man. started with ten you know? percent. Wow. He, yeah, he started with ten percent. He started with ten percent. So how do you go from like ten percent of people think like, yeah. Well, you got to look at maybe, and, and then yeah, all of look a sudden, because of the class, with, you know, were the classes before him. I mean, but yeah, uh, yeah. oh, it's, they got to raise the standards. Like, like I keep saying it, Dion says it in the NFL. Yeah, you can have all these guys in the Hall of Fame, but there's got to be an upper level room where is the best twelve offense and the yeah. best twelve defense. MLB's got to do something because it's just getting saturated, man. It's getting too saturated. They they need to have more elite type, like you know, trial, like eventually trout and stuff like that. But it. We're going to get, you know, now you know. Ichiro's, I think, is next year or the oh, year after. Oh, I mean, Ichiro, yeah. like, no, but for, for ne next year, Mike and I were, like, sharing the uh, the the meme that they did, you know, with the pictures and all that of the of the upcoming class. And, again, remember, we, we everybody that makes a major league, son caballo. Of course. Right? Of course. They're but, all very good. But we looked at the at, at the class for next year, like, the first-timers, Man, we 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 had a laugh because we were like, like Jimmy Rollins was on there. There's, there's no way these guys oh. will will make it. Right. You know. Um, no, but worse. Well, worse. Who was the one from the from the Reds? Um, the second baseman. Brandon Phillips. Brandon, Brandon Phillips. Phillips. But my thing is a worse worse. But when I sent you that clip when I was watching an MLB Network, worse than the players selected, were the analysts that were giving him a case. Yeah. Right. Like. How? Oh my God! It's so the, bad. The, the, How do they give him a case? They should say, you know what? You know what? Okay, so in this is Brandon Phillips. I get the marker and I put an X over yeah, it. Yeah, I, I love no, you, but no, no, no. no those guys usually but they're fall giving off the him cases. Yeah, yeah. But they're giving him cases. Like, yeah. no, like, oh, it's it's a bit much. Now for they're me. allowed to to vote for ten on the ballot. I don't have a vote, but uh, supposedly they're allowed to put ten names. Maybe do you reduce that? You know, make sure that. But it's, a, you know, like, I look at a player like Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland was never the best player in MLB, at least not for me. Didn't win an in, MVP. In, never. In, any, in any year. Yeah. You never saw him as, like, the face of baseball in any year. Don Mattingly was. Yeah. Don Mattingly, when I was growing up, was idle. Don Mattingly, right before Canseco got the five-year, $25 million deal, mm -hmm. Mattingly got three with... 18, and I think that was the highest at the time. So you're talking about a guy who was the highest paid player, nine gold gloves. MVP. MVP was in the competition a, 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 for MVP's hitting. Gotta be a uh, MVP's got to be a criteria, I think. I mean, it's got to be. Absolutely. Someone like Jeff Kent won an MVP. Absolutely. Like, we got to be more, you know, numbers-based because, like, if we keep going by this, oh, the ballot, and then, you know, because it's a weaker ballot, then so what you're telling me is that because it's a weaker ballot, a weaker player should get into the Hall of Fame? No, absolutely not. Like They don't get into None like, of them. No, <laughs> like more than 75% of those people coming up next year shouldn't even be there. They shouldn't no, even be mentioned. Yeah, that that just loads up the, the ballot for 
for for a lot of for the muscles things are gonna you be know? off after one 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 cycle. Yeah. Like like to me, you know, Luis Rivera mentioned last time. You know, I was like, hey man, you know, being being from Puerto Rico, who who was your you know your idol? You know, and he's like, no, Robbie Alomar, great Robbie Alomar. And he goes, man, but I loved Alomar and Omar Vizquel at short. And and you know, you you think to Omar Vizquel, Omar Vizquel may not have had like the the averages and the hitting and all that, but Omar Vizquel was the best defensive shortstop in baseball for a long time. Right. And, you know, you go back to Ozzie Smith. He followed Ozzie Smith pretty much. Right. He, he was, followed Ozzie Smith. He was Smith. the standard bearer as and, far as... And Ozzie Smith, great player and all, is hit. in the Hall of Fame because of his glove, because he's the Wizard of Oz. So why is Omar Vizquel not considered for the Hall of Fame? Why is he not in the Hall of Fame? Someone like Todd, Todd Helton, do you consider him? He put, I, put I up thought, great numbers. I thought Todd Helton... But but long before Scott Rowland, the Colorado factor that's gonna affect, that could affect Arenado down the road. I mean, he needs to produce again good more few more good years in St. Louis. Being a, an MVP finalist this time around helps him, but voters are very very how prejudiced does, with a with a course field factor. How does Scott Rowland compare to Mike Schmidt? I think Mike Schmidt is way no, better. I mean, it's not even close, <laughs> no, right? No, no. But that, that's that, that's my point, though. Like, so they're both now equal in the Hall of Fame? Mm. Like, no. Like, look, players that have outstanding, great, great, amazing careers don't have to be Hall of Famers, man. And you're, They don't have to right. be Hall of Famers. They and, don't. And we're you also... Know what I mean? Uh, like, they're great players. They got rewarded. Um... You know, like for me, like the shortstop you were just talking about, was it um, Omar Vizquel? Omar yeah. Vizquel. Uh, to me, he his rewards for his amazing defensive play were the gold gloves he won mm-hmm. and everything he was able to do. But for me, is he a Hall of Famer? I don't know. Like even Ozzy Smith, is he? I don't know. Because but you, you, you more of a numbers offense. Well, I guy. mean, like there there's shortstops that have 400 career home runs. That's, that's what I mean. You know what you I mean? Right. So the shortstops that... Cal Ripken changed the position. Changed the be, position. Right. Before, before Cal Ripken, the shortstop was supposed to be a glove more than... If you got some bat, some offense out of the shortstop, that was gravy. But uh, Phil Rizzuto's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Is, is, is Phil, oh, now, and Phil I, Rizzuto goes in... Did, did he win an MVP I, one I, year I got it. close? He did win an MVP. But yeah, I, he did win an MVP. I, I think the Hall of Fame, I think, think in those years, you know, it's been fun. But I think lately, like the last like five to... Eight years and moving forward, to me, it's been I've been disappointed. Now you're look. You know, we talk to, about the to, writers. To make a case for more Vizquel. No, I'm just been disappointed. Not, not even, not even in in. Just let me clarify. Not even in like who gets picked to go in it, before that. Yeah, like the, the, the who's on the list? The, yeah, like the, I'm looking the, the at this list. I'm saying to myself, yeah. No, that's like, MLB. Absolutely I don't know. Com- I, don't know I don't know how they come that's up with that. That's what I have a problem with. Know. Like, yeah. no, like, even if to me the list is three guys and they say pick one, that's your vote this year. Like, pick one. You, you said, Vis- you know, Viscal. But it's got to be tougher. It's got to be tougher for people to Re- make decisions. Remember. You can't just say pick 10 right. because then it's not special. Like, pick three, man. There's, there's 20. You know what? Bear down and pick three. But my, my beef now is we're going to get to the cream of the crop, bro. We're going to get to the goods, but we're not right now. But my, my beef is that some of the special players aren't there for whatever reason. But, you know, they, they aren't there. And and I know the steroid era has, like, tarnished a lot of stuff. 
But dude, everybody was using it. Everybody was using. You can't, you know, you like I said, you can't make the case for a big poppy, so and then not put. So it. I think they should all be in. We need some separation from steroids. We're talking when did, when did the the new rules come in that clamp down on everything? We're we're talking about more than ten years now already. Something like that. Yeah. So we have to look at the players that emerged since the new rules the rules came in the stricter rules came in the trouts it was like 2002 2003 it was it was, right, right yeah, it was a way back yeah, yeah. what well, was it the mitchell i remember being in the minor leagues right and and oh and oh two it was columbus yeah, it was after the mitchell report and getting a start getting a ton of tests in the minor leagues and they're like yeah. oh they're testing yeah. these new things right. you know so we're talking that. 20 years so the albert pujols radio morlinas that group the, 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 we finally get the separation from those 90s players correct that uh and then you know the writers uh, some some of the choices obviously are subject to <laughs> for debate but then you have the veterans groups Harold Baines never got close no by the writers the writers Harold were, Baines is a hall of famer and he, and then once he once he was a, uh, a candidate by the veterans he went in the I think the first year it was the right combination of people in that committee and the right number of people that uh, look how long it took Oliva and Minoso. Many. Hey. Right. And those guys led the league in various categories. Boy, our boy Jose Cansego. <laughs> that was a beast. Over 400 career home runs. Over 400 careers on bases. <laughs> local, crazy. 40 40. But the guy was a beast. You know, and if you're listen, if you're ever watching TV and they have one of these throwback games of the A's, watch it and just watch, watch this guy's bat Seiko. speed. <laughs> his bat speed and his foot speed was just ridiculous. It was so, so good. good. So good, man. Yeah. I mean, and the hair was <laughs> the hair. The best. Ten, it was Don Johnson and then Jose Canseco. That's what it was. But look, my case for Canseco, his clone, his twin brother, mm-hmm. just as big, j- j- same opportunities. I think he had zero career home runs in the major leagues, right, right? Right. And he's just as big and shot up as much steroids as his brother. They probably shot up each other. And and dude, like he he couldn't hit a home run. Yeah. So, you know, what's to say like what's say like a person say like, oh no, but the steroids did it. Nafi Perez got busted. Alexis Sanchez got busted. Alexis Sanchez didn't hit home runs. No. Neither did Nafi Perez. So how do you make that distinction of like, okay, this player is special because of steroids and because then if, if that's the truth, then Ozzy Canseco would have done 40-40. He would have hit well, the, 50 home runs. You have the Brady Anderson factor. <laughs> Brady Anderson. He went from 13 homers to 50. 50. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. You have, you have cases like that. Amazing yeah. sideburns, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we just need to have more players coming after the steroid era. And you're seeing, you know, you're seeing some now, um, but what, you're at Ro- Roland. Yeah, he w- was he ever the guy in his team when he was with the, with, with the Cardinals? It was basically Pujols, right? It was Pujols, Molina. Those were the, now he was a big contributor. Don't get me wrong. When they won in '06. He played a huge role, um, but he, he he was never an MVP. I don't, I don't think he led the. You know, he was a great glove. He was fantastic glove. But uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, there are some 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 names there that uh, you're right. <laughs> no, I mean when, it's when, just when, to the, me when it's the ballot when the ballot co- when, when the ballot enough. is introduced and you see all these, but they fall off right away. I mean, it's, they Mike, get, you're you're a big proponent from from what I'm I'm hearing of you know obviously there los caballos of caballos need to be in. Are you a proponent of 
of a one and done. And I asked you this because I remember there was a panel one time that Ken Rosenthal, uh, Bob Costas was hosting, Joe Buck was there, uh, Bob Gibson, he was still alive, he was there, and Pete Rose was there like via satellite. And Bob Costas is, you know, brought up the Pete Rose factor. Pete Rose a Hall of Famer. And then he asked, like, Ken Rosenthal, is he a Hall of Famer? Well, maybe not first ballot. And Pete Rose, hey, <laughs> first. what's this first ballot crap? You're either a Hall of Famer or you're not. I, I agree 150%, Armando. And I saw that clip. And that's what I'm saying. Like, how are you not a Hall of Famer today, but in two years or next year when you're still on the thing mm-hmm. um, because it's a weaker class. Oh, well, now you, like, kind of slid into it. Like, to me, like, I'd feel like, no, man, like, like I, you either are a Hall of Famer or you're not. Like, you know, at the end of the career already, Derek Jeter, right? He's a Hall of Famer, right? Automatic. Like, automatic. Like, right, Mariano automatic. Rivera. Automatic. Right away, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, those are guys, like, you know, Mike Trout, right? He's going to be, yep. right? Right Absolutely. away, automatic, right? Ichiro. Yeah, right away, right? But if you have to think about it or you have to have a lengthy conversation or Google to to really, like, have to convince yourself, then no. Then you're not a Hall of Famer. And, but, but here's the thing, though. It's okay to not be a Hall of Famer. It's okay. It, it's totally okay. You were an all-star 15 years. You did what you did. But, but maybe it just wasn't enough. But... You got rewarded by those All-Stars and those Gold Gloves and those championships. You got rewarded. That's your reward. The Hall of Fame needs to be more special. Our good friend Santos, special. Ed Kaplan, yeah. he says, if you have to think about it, you're not a Hall of Famer. You're not a Hall of Famer. If you think about it, you have to be right. He, he's always said that. Uh, and then you have the committees. You have these veterans committees that suddenly they bring up these names from years ago. and Suddenly, oh, yeah, I remember. Yes, let's put him in. Where was he when he was eligible yeah. 50 years yeah. ago? That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. But there's guys that yeah. slipped through the cracks. Look, I, I totally I totally think that Tony Oliva and Manny Mignoso right. should have been Hall of Famers years yeah. ago. That's a good Manny, point. Yeah. Manny Mignoso was the first black Hispanic in the major league in, in major leagues. And Orlando Cepeda goes, he's he's our Jackie Robinson. Correct. And, 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 he, and, the, and he led the league in various categories. Nothing. They, they, they never gave him. I, I don't know if. Cuban bias. I don't know if <laughs> the, him coming back every decade that became sort of like a like a sideshow. I don't know if that hurt his candidacy. It should not have. But uh, Oliva was the other one. Oliva put what played twelve years, fifteen years because of injuries. And I mean, hey, look, Sandy Koufax, great pitcher, but Sandy Koufax only had like a six-year run. Now he was the best pitcher in the game those six years. Oliva for like a six-year period it was a phenomenal hitter. I mean, you asked all the greats, the pitching greats from that from that era. They said he was the most dangerous hitter that they had to face. I mean, they 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 dreaded facing him. That was Oliva. Three batting titles when batting titles meant something. Right, right. And, and we're talking about batting titles when the balls were right. probably not what they are today. The yeah. bats are not what the they miles. are today. I the still, miles, you know what I'm saying? I, I still don't understand. I need to talk to uh, someone. In 65, he doesn't win the MVP. A teammate, a fellow Cuban, wins in Soiler Versailles. I need to find out because Oliva put just good numbers. It was Versailles. Versailles was a one-year wonder also. I mean, after that, he wasn't much. Um, but, yeah, there, it, it's, 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 quite a, it's, it's quite a mystery how someone like Scott Rowland with 10% first year 
gets it what in six or seven yeah. tries. You know, I had, I had a question for you that that slipped my mind when you were talking before, and it came up. It came. I started thought of it now again, but. With this whole steroid thing, going back to it really quick, so what's going to happen with these kids who have tested positive? So Tatis is done. He can't be Hall of Famer. He's done. He'll be on the ballot. And well, no, no, no. The the kid that tested positive, the, yeah, the ta- shortstop. Tatis. The, the, no, no, they'll be on the ballot. But I'm saying, but. Because, but, because A-Rod's been on the ballot, and uh, he, he and he tested but positive. But I'm saying, but, like, are they but done? Is he are they black? Is he disqualified? Are they blackballed? Or are the media no. going to say, no, he can't? Or no, he'll like, leave. What's, if, if Alex Rodriguez's name came up right after he retired, and he was suspended twice, wasn't he? Or once? Uh, I think it was twice. Twice. Yeah, so, he, yeah, they'll have the name on the ballot. Now, Fernando Tatis has 10, 14 years. No, but that's what really I mean. But is he, is, he, is he done? He's got that stain, because, right? He's got right. that stain. Will, will, will it ever become up? I don't know. It's Who I knows mean, how people think 15 years from now? Yeah. If he has that lengthy of a career. I mean, there were some tramposo pitchers that are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Gaylord Perry. He just passed yeah. recently. Uh, speaking of that, Al Avila passed away. Al Avila. Yes. And, it's uh, all and that's a sad uh, story, but he... He was GM of the of the Tigers. A, it's, 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 it, that was his son. Al Avila uh, started the academies in the, in the Dominican Republic with the Dodgers, and he was one of the first who who, who made it a point that the Dominican was a base that the team needed to go. And one of his first finds was Pedro Martinez, one of the one of the first. Uh, so yeah, legendary scout, uh, baseball executive, father of. Al Avila, grandfather. Of so Alex Al, Avila. his son is Alex is the, Avila is the is the, the cat, we just retired. Just, just catcher. retired the catcher, right, right, and then right. his dad is the one that's the GM of the Tigers. Okay. So baseball family, baseball much. family. Yes. I believe he went to Archbishop McCarthy. Alex, Alex yes, did, right. Yeah. Yeah. Played with Alex Fernandez there, I think. Yeah, and yeah. Okay, when cool. Alex was Alex Fernandez was the uh, director of baseball yeah. operations. Yeah, yeah. that's Fun quite times. a legacy there, man. Yeah. Yeah, they've had some players. Castellanos went through there. They had, you know, they had some. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah they had Carthus. some powerhouse. Yeah. No, and so now, uh, you know, may he rest in peace. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of these older generation guys yeah. that have gone, you know, um, I saw a picture Chambi posted with, with uh, Avila and Felo Ramirez. Felo Ramirez, right, right. So, you know, guys that have, you know, come through, they're, they're yeah. gone now, man. May they rest in peace. You know, right. we mentioned Mini Mignoso. He passed away some years ago, too. Yeah. A lot of great guys, you know. Yeah, you know, sad. He, he was, he was hoping he'd still be alive when it finally happened, and when he passes away, and then two years later, that's when they. Well, you know that Andre Dawson, Mike. You know, you were saying that some of these guys, when they get voted in, or not, you know, they they get voted in years later. Like, Dawson was what, not a what, first ballot. What, what the hell? No, like yeah. it was years later, yeah. and I remember, they um, they they congratulated him, and somebody, I think it was a writer, or somebody that was there, said that he said. You know what? It would have been nice if I would have been a Hall of Famer when my mom was still alive. Yeah. And I was like, damn, man. Yeah. <laughs> damn. Yeah, That's that, why I'm that, saying that, it's that like hurts. that hurts. Yeah. That I didn't get in the Hall of Fame f- five years ago, but I got in and I got the call six years later. I think that's nonsense. And you know? it used to be 15 uh, years. I think that's nonsense. It was 15 that's years. That's got to end. I think, I think they yeah. reduced it to gotta 10. End. It used to be a 15-year process for some the players. list has to be smaller man even if it's three people pick one I like think it's gotta Bur- be smaller Bly Bur- was maybe his last try yeah. when he met when he met Musina was was Musina like at the end also Musina? something like that yeah. and, but but like when I guess like the distinctions right that w- we were saying what makes Palmero like off the ballot in in one try one try and some of these guys stay around forever it was the, the finger wag yeah. I guess or yeah that 
Yeah, Palmero didn't look. He should have just shut up. He should have just said, "I'm not gonna go." Maguire, Maguire, was like, "I just want to talk about the the future." Speak English. He should have just not went and said, "Look, Sammy Sosa." He forgot. Forgot how to speak English. He went from like speaking fluent English to baseball been very very good to me. He's also white now. He is white. Sammy Sosa is white right now. Oh my god! There was a funny video I saw that was it was Barry Bonds. Um and Maguire and Canseco are there with him. I don't know if he saw it. And Maguire, I think, just picks him up like like a rag doll, and Canseco's picking him up. And somebody put the moment Barry Bonds decided really? to do steroids. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And Canseco, Sabelio de Valle, rest in peace, another another legend. Legend. Right? I remember he told me, and and I'll translate it into English for the non-Spanish speakers who um, I don't know in Miami who, people that listen to us who doesn't speak Spanish, but. He told me, Amandito, Joseito parecía el papá de Maguire cuando empezaron. Like, uh, he looked, Jose Canseco looked like Maguire's dad <laughs> when Maguire started. Maguire, he was like, he was Maguire's a toothpick. Yeah, he yeah. was a tall toothpick. But let me tell you something. Maguire hit 40 home runs his rookie year. 49, 49 home runs. 49 he broke, home he runs, broke which Matt Noak's record. And going back to your you know? Canseco uh, analogy. Yeah, he hit 49 without... Any substance, of that. Yeah. substance. He was already such a big guy. He was gonna hit know? 50 home runs. You know, he took off that weekend series because his wife was due. Oh wow! So, wow. so he might have hit 50. You know, right. he probably would have hit 50 that first. But not, year. not a Hall of Famer. But not a Hall of Famer. <laughs> not he, a Hall of he Famer. He was off the ballot right away too, wasn't he? Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. He's on that uh, veterans thing, but yeah. he didn't get voted in. So let's see. Let's see what happens. You know, I'm still hopeful. Like, you know, Barry Bonds, the greatest player probably of all time, isn't in the Hall of Fame. But it's been a tough week for MLB this week with the Jazz Chisholm cover (laughs) and the (laughs) Hall of Fame. You know, it it just it just gets you, man. Like it gets you. you I get disappointed, (laughs) man. Like, you know, it's it's not enough for me. You You know, know, you know, Mike. I I I like Jazz. I like I like the Marlins, but I I had to. I saw I saw the tweet and I'm like, nah. Let me Man, Google. Let me no. Google. Let me see if this is true or not. Because I dude, thought- listen, I'm not hating on him. I'm not hating on the Marlins. Listen, at the end of the day, it's great for him. It's great for the Marlins. It's great for it's great. It's great. At the end of the day, it benefits all of us here in Miami in, in a way. It's awesome. It's a worldwide video game, and it's awesome. But he's not. He shouldn't be on there. But did you know he's not the first Marlin? To be on the cover of the show? Who's who else has been on there? Santos, you know who it is? It's a Taiwanese player. Forget the name now. But he was on the cover of the Taiwan version of oh, the show Taiwan. five times. <laughs> okay. He's the, no. Oh, the pitcher. You're the talking pitcher, about the pitcher. The pitcher. I think he yeah. was like the only Taiwanese player yeah. at the time, so he kept on making the you show. If you <laughs> like that, but like you said, I'm on the, you know, and again, like if, if you're going to throw a player on there of the Marlins, you throw Sandy on Sandy. there. Yeah. And it's Sandy. And if it's not Sandy, like, I don't even think any, I don't think there's any excuse you can give me to put someone else on the cover of that thing this year other than Aaron Judge. You could have done a badass cover with Aaron Judge. Right. But there's something there. Something there with MLB and these organizations and some of these players, and it's weird, but I think there's something there. Yeah, but, you know. Judge is the face right now of the sport. No, he is the face. Face on Otani. After 62. Him and Otani are the face of the sport. Put them both on the cover. Put Otani. I know Otani was just on the cover. Put Otani and Judge. Okay, let me ask you a question. Collectors-wise and sales-wise, are you going to sell more? You're going to sell millions of those video games, obviously, because everybody's going to download it and buy it. But 
No one's going to just buy that. I might, you know, if Aaron Judge was on it, I, you know, it might be you buy one, you keep it sealed, you put it somewhere. I'm not going to do that with a Jazzism no. <laughs> one. I just think they missed the mark again, man. Another missed mark by somebody. I think they've had a couple of questionable. No, man. <laughs> they got they got people in their marketing department that, that are just not in touch with what's happening yeah, they're, in they're, baseball. They're, they're saying. It's they're, terrible. They're, they're for the young, youthful, oh, man. energetic. That's what they're going. Oh. They're colorful with the, with the hair. Yeah, yeah, that's what they. To the people listening out there, the, the dads, you know, and the moms that have their kids in, at Diamond Dreams and other academies and high school baseball. Does Jazz Chisholm move the needle? Look, the, the realtor that I told you yesterday, she said her son's favorite player is Jazz Chisholm. That's awesome. So he, he may, but but you know what? But but I, but I, not, I agree. I agree with Mike. I'm not you know. Judge just hit sixty two. Not hating on the guy. He's our, he's my guy's center fielder. But I just think that you know, it's just just uh, Judge is the guy. San, Sandy just won us a young. You know. Won us a young. So. But before we go. Super Bowl is set. The Philadelphia Eagles against the Kansas City Chiefs. I told um, I was talking. I was talking to uh, Kevin Kevin Barney over the weekend at uh, at after one of the games, you know. And Michelle was there, and she heard me. I'm like, I'm like, man, Pat, because he's like, oh man, I'm a, I'm a Bengals fan. That's my team. I'm like, Pat Mahomes plays. Whether he had, if it, they amputated his leg this week, he's, yeah. he's playing. Yeah. Pat Mahomes is playing, yeah. and, and 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 look, Patrick Mahomes, aside from the mobility, still has probably the best arm in, in the NFL. I mean, he he's such a special player, and 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 we saw it. We saw it in that game against the Bengals. Yeah, with a little help from certain. Well, the referees yeah. didn't help the Bengals at yeah. all, but but hey, I don't think that's going to be the story against Philadelphia, man. If he's hurt, limping around like that with Philadelphia, Philadelphia is tough to beat. Yeah, And I think that you're going to see if he is not 100% for the Super Bowl, which I don't think he'll be, something will happen in the game, the movement, you know, that he's he's not healed. But I think that that's not going to fly with Philadelphia. I think that Philadelphia is a lot going to be to be honest Philadelphia's with you. tough. Philadelphia's I, tough. I think Philadelphia's going to win it. I think pa- it's not going to even be. I think they're going to give him a hard time. The pass protection is key. That's what Burrow yeah. had dealt with. He didn't have yeah. pass protection. And will uh, Hurts have the – will he will uh, Mahomes have the pass protection, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Hurts was, you know, no pun intended, was also hurt. Yeah. Um, and he came back, and he's been playing great as well. But, man, they, they – But he's not hurt now, though. He's this, not. This guy, and, this guy, this guy's hobbling, you know, around. And you know, Philadelphia, and they got the help on that play. Uh, they got some big help there. No, and F- Philadelphia know, are like grounded and pounded. Yeah, the crap out of the Niners, like they ran like five or six guys, and they were just like run, 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 ground and yeah. pound, and they won with the ground and pound. Yeah. And hey, they do that to KC. They be, they've been benefited from no quarterbacks. The Forty Niners not having a quarterback. No quarterback in that game, but he did. He didn't win seven, no, Pur- won seven Purdy, in a row. Pur- once Purdy went down, that was yeah, it. That yeah. I mean, it. you yeah. weren't going to win with yeah. with Josh Johnson, the former no. Marlins pitcher. No, thirteen <laughs> teams that guy's no. played with, and he's still around. Thirteen teams yes. he's played with. I think oh, he's a, wow. he has the record for most teams. Him, I think Tyrod Taylor's up there too, but so he's man. the Edwin Jackson of the NFL. He's the Edwin Jackson <laughs> of, the, of the NFL. Well, he played for 14, didn't he? Edwin Jackson. Wow. Was he a Marlin at some point? He, played, he was a Marlin. He was a Yankee at some point too. Yeah, I think he was maybe? a Cardinal as well. Yeah, he was a Cardinal as well. Yeah. 
Started Tampa, with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, hey, it looks years. like they, they might get a stadium. They might get a new stadium. Tampa, Tampa Bay, thank God. They're that, talking that's about, the worst stadium I, in baseball. But they're talking about St. Pete. I would think they would, let's go across the bay yeah. to the Tampa yeah, area. exactly. I don't know. That's where they need to be. Yeah. That's but, where they need to Saint be. But St. Pete apparently is stepping up. And listen, some, hey, they got themselves a superstar for the next 13 years. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So hey, they're always competitive. They're signing players. They're, yeah. You know, they're... They're extending Yandy Diaz. You know they like they like him. He's good. I like Yandy Diaz. Didn't uh, Rivera say that Wander Franco was the best player he's ever yeah he's he said ever that seen? in the minor league. He said that when he when he coached against him in the minor leagues, like he, he was unbelievable. He had some injuries this past season, but yeah, he's he's a special player. Yeah. And before we go, Vic Fangio, Dolphins defensive coordinator. That's huge. He that is. The, is he huge. is the, the yes. <laughs> huge for the team. Um, the guy's one of the best defensive coordinators in in the NFL. The Dolphins have personnel, players on defense. They just didn't have the coordinator had no clue what he was doing. None. Yeah, they need they, those games against Buffalo where they just, it wasn't just Buffalo. They ran out the clock. I mean, I yeah. think the second one that they lost up there. And you couldn't, no, no six clue. minutes, you couldn't stop them. And we got to take Brady off our list of quarterbacks yeah. to come here. Brady retires. The Amando, goal. until the Dolphins solve the quarterback issue. We're not going to do anything. He just cleared protocol. <laughs> no, but that, you're going to be right a back month, in protocol if he's your quarterback next later, year. A month and a half later. So this, yeah. my, so. my solution, well, not, not, not for Tua not for to be, but, but my solution for him to learn how to fall, call your WWE friends. <laughs> That's right. Call The Rock, call The Usos, call Roman Reigns. You know, a lot of Samoan wrestlers that, That's you know, right. like The Rock's down here. He's a Miami guy. Those guys learn how to fall. They know how to fall. To to a, I, I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. But man, I I I think the solution would have been simple. You trade for Aaron Rodgers, and you have Aaron Rodgers here for two years throwing to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I know. Yeah. I, I I've always been a defender of Tua, and look, Tua's a great player. But the, after that last injury, I'm like, they can't. No, no, they you, can't you, anymore. You, you can't commit yourself to that. You, you can't commit. Oh, man, as an organization, I keep saying it. If, if you go into this offseason saying, you know, Tua's going to be our guy next year. We still have his contract under control, whatever. I don't know how it works in the NFL. But you're 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 kind of like on the, holding on to the edge of the cliff because if he goes into week three and has to go into protocol, well, guess what? He just took him a month and a half. Now it's going to be two months. And then as an organization, you're back to, again, having Tyreek Hill and this guy uh, with Waddle, and you have the two best receivers, and you don't have nobody to put the ball on them. And then what you don't want to happen, and God forbid it happens, that one of those two gets verbal and says that they don't yeah. want to be here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? That will happen. So, yeah. dude, like, they, they, the time is that now. Like, yeah. that, No, that will for sure happen. Will hey, happen, yeah. I'm not happy here. I want out. And you know what? The little, the little window that we have now, the little window, we have a window, is going to be closed. You're making windows, they're closing windows. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's just, you know, I, I, I don't know. Again, I... I I always wonder who's making these decisions because these decisions for me are easy, especially when you're making decisions with people with big pockets that can go out and buy and get players. I don't understand. And you're telling you're talking about the window. You have the best defensive coordinator in football coming to your team. When you just traded for Bradley Chubb, you have Jalen Phillips, you have 
Wilkins, who played amazing. He was, a, he was not a Pro Bowl, huh? Well, they don't have a game they, anymore. They but Howard, Howard, Howard was injured this year, and he played injured, and you could tell. But you have Howard. They're going to probably get a good. Javon a good, Holland was a pretty good. Uh, Javon Holland's awesome. They're yeah. going to get another good cornerback. I agree with Mike. The window's small. Like yeah. you have this, this opportunity where halfway through the year, people were talking about Dolphins and Super Bowl in the same sentence. Yeah. That hasn't happened since 90, 92. 92, 93, yeah. You need to take advantage of that window. Not only that, but if you look at what's happened this year in the NFL with quarterbacks going down, okay, and then backups coming in and stuff like that, it's never enough. When Hurts went down that one game, they brought in a couple games, they lost a couple games. Yeah. You know, with look with Purdy, it wasn't enough. He got hurt. So you need to have a monster quarterback, and I can't emphasize it enough, and there's a couple people that listen to the podcast have told me, oh, yeah, man, going, I'm beginning to realize what you're saying. You need to have a monster quarterback, and we can go out and get all the pieces that we want, but until you have your LeBron James. The game manager just doesn't work. It <laughs> doesn't. Until you have your LeBron James there that's taking the snaps, your, your horse, your guy, and then the guy's big enough and durable enough, well, we're going to have an around like Dan Marino. Justin Herbert. For a long time, <laughs> you know good. what I that's mean. What, that's gonna be every, that, that, but everybody, that's our generation's Dan Marino. But everybody you know? talks about um, everybody talks about Herbert. Jalen Hurts went in the same draft and much yes. later, yeah. <laughs> and and look where he's at now. Right. You know, he's and Jalen Hurts transferred out of Alabama because of Tua. Because of Tua. Yeah, because of Tua. But in the national it. championship game, Tua came in to replace him in the second half. Yes, yeah. tipo está fuerte. And he's strong. And he, and he plays that, that hybrid football right. that you run the ball and all that that people play now. Man, I he was a great guy, great quarterback, had flashes of like, but but he's, he's fragile. He's fragile. He's very fragile, and, and you need, you know, it's not enough. It's not enough, not enough. And, you know, I, I hope, the, you know, hope the Dolphins, you know, hey, we got to the playoffs. That's big time. <laughs> and we got all the right pieces, but yep. need a quarterback. Man, we almost beat Buffalo in that game. We got, we got close. Big, See, Skylar Thompson was the last pick, just almost one of the last picks yeah. before Birdie, right? Was yeah. He was a sixth or seventh round pick. Seventh round. There's talent in Purdy because look what he did. Yeah. yeah. And Skylar Thompson, yeah, he was the MVP in the preseason, but it didn't translate. God, he, he, he looked yeah. lost. He, did, he, looked he didn't look good. But Santos, hey, thank you once again. Thank you. Thank you. For being on Diamond Dreams Miami. Thank up you and so in. much. Awesome show, man. And Mike, Jason Oricchio is coming on next week. He's a finance guy. We're going to be talking about, you know. NFL, uh, right? He's mixed in the mix with yes, the NFL, right? NFL. And, and you know, we, we're going to talk about players that just don't take care of their money and how players oh. could, could do that. I can't wait. Usain Bolt. Can't we'll wait. talk about him. Tito Trinidad, too. Later, guys. Yeah.